What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. I'm excited we got Sam Bakhtiar here with us today. Sam, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, so real quick, the first question I always like to ask to kind of kick off the conversation, the, the name of the podcast, like I said, is Championship Leadership. What comes to mind for you when you hear Championship Leadership? What does that mean to you? I mean, champion, you know, a, a mark of a great champion is somebody who helps other people win. You know, in, in any championship, you want to you win, but you can't get there by yourself. Mm-hmm. A great champion is not only winning, but also helping other people win. That, to me, is a mark of a great champion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 100%. Can you, uh, could you, just for the listeners that, that aren't as familiar with you, just give them a little background on, on your, your story, your path to... to where you are today in life and what you're up to? Yeah, you know, I'm, um, you know, I'm an immigrant who came to the United States when I was 11 years old. I come from a third world country, um, Iran. And when I came to the United States, you know, I thought that, um, you know, I was coming to Beverly Hills. Back then, they didn't have Google or anything. So my research of the United States was, <laughs> was American TV shows. And... Yeah. And I thought I was going to Beverly Hills, but I came to a little town called Sharon, Pennsylvania. And it was a, it's a very, you know, kind of lower class community. Uh, I was the only minority in the entire town. And so we, we grew up kind of in a rough neighborhood. And that was my first impression of America. It wasn't Beverly Hills. It was a rough neighborhood of America where I got picked on. I got bullied. I got beat up. I got called names because, you know, I was a foreigner. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to play soccer. They didn't have a soccer team. I tried out for the basketball team. I got cut. I was devastated. I went to the boys club to try to get better at basketball so I can try out the year after. I fell in love with weightlifting, bodybuilding. I started building my body. I started getting more confident. And that's when I knew that that's what I want to do the rest of my life. I went to college, um, got my... uh, you know, got my degree, but the whole time I was getting my degree, I was personal training, bodybuilding, 
I'm going to find a graduate and get my doctorate degree. You know, I didn't want to practice as a doctor. I wanted to open up my gym and I opened up my gym in uh, year 2000, which is 20 years ago. And here we are 20 years later, we have over a hundred locations, international couple of supplement companies. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And uh, talk a little bit, who are some of the championship leaders that have impacted your life and more so than who they are, but like, what are some of the characteristics that really stand out of these people that have, that have made an impact inside of your life? Um, you know, what really stands out that maybe you've even taken to uh, help mold the leader that you are today? There are so many people, man. I mean, when I, uh, when I went to, you know, get better at basketball to try out, I went to, um, one day I walked in and I saw these guys that were jacked. And I'm like, all right, man, I want to see what these guys are doing. So I went to this little room upstairs in a weight room. And I was like 12 years old, scrawny, kind of, you know, you know, very awkward. And I see these big, huge guys, man, lifting weights, kind of like insane amount of weights. I couldn't even fathom somebody can be that strong. And I was looking at them and there was like, you know, blue collar steel workers coming with their overalls and boots and lifting heavy ass weights. And I was like, man, you know, uh, I wanted to lift like them. And they kind of took me under their wing and kind of showed me the ins and outs of working out and ins and outs of eating. And it all started there. You know, then, I, then as I gone through life, you know, I've always seeked out mentors, people who already been where I want to be and, and get, get advice and, and see where I, what I need to do to, to take myself to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. What's, um, talk maybe a little bit about the, the journey, you know, 20 years now, you said, I, you said 2000, spent 20 years is crazy uh, to think that it's been 20 years already since it's been 2000. But talk a little bit more about how you've developed as a leader. I mean, to, to build the company that you have with the success that you've had over the past 20 years, um, that's probably no better uh, education than, than, than the real world experiences that you've had. What, what are some of the, the things that have really st stood out to you? Um, maybe some of the, the, the trials that you've had that have helped uh, build the leader that you are to, to get where you are today. Oh my God, I have so many trials. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my life has been a series of trials and tribulations. And, and uh, in life, Nate, you know, you either eat a problem, left the problem, or headed towards one. So, mm -hmm. you know, and just like, you know, I always say life is like the weight room. You know, when I first got into the weight room, I couldn't lift the bar, 45 pounds. And after a couple of weeks, I could lift the bar. After a few more weeks, I can put 10 pounds, then 20 pounds, and 30 pounds, and 40 pounds and 45 pounds and two plates and three plates. And even at my strongest, there was always a heavier weight that I couldn't do. And in life is the same thing. As you go through ladder of success, as you go through this thing called life, there's always gonna be a different problem, different obstacles in the way. As long as you understand that obstacle is not in the way, obstacle is the way you're gonna come out as a champion. And, um, and so you name it, I've been through it, man. I mean, yeah. you know, making mistakes in business and making, making mistakes in life and making uh, mistakes in marriages and, 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 and everything that you, um, everything that anyone can go through, I've gone through and, but I'm still here and I'm, I'm not done making a mistake. Yeah. The only thing about mistakes is you learn from it, you move on and you just make sure you never make the same mistake twice. Yeah. Powerful. What's, um, 
I always think of, I'm a big football fan, so I think of Bill Belichick and Nick Saban as kind of those championship leaders that they figured out a way to, while competing against the best of the best in the world, they continue to show up on top. And I think a big piece of that is because they, they have this incredible vision to continue to evolve and grow and, and never settle. And, uh, and also the courage to be able to take action on that. What's, uh, what's, what's the vision for you and, you know, maybe even short-term vision impact that you want to make uh, in the near, near term, five years from now? You know, what I want to do is I want to share my story and show people that one, it can be done. You know, an immigrant that came to the United States with $500 luggage and a single mom, uh, can do it. Anyone can do it. Also, I can show them that not only my successes, but I also want to show them all my failures and everything that I've done gone wrong. And if I can affect, you know, help a few people avoid the mistakes and learn from my success and become a better version of themselves, you know, that to me is all about the highest form of success, which is significance. When your success helps other people become successful. Yeah. Where, where does that come from, that drive to want to go? And because there's a lot of people out there that have success and they don't really care at all whether they go and help anyone else uh, to the same, same results. Where, where does that come from for you? Well, to me, you know, one of my favorite quotes is by Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins has a, has a quote that he says that success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. Mm. And, um, and that has never been true because, you know, you know Nate, when I was broke, and, um, you know, most of my life, you know, we, we struggled. And to me, success was tied into material things where uh, I wanted the, you know, I wanted the, the cars, the clothes, the house, you know, the jewelry. And once I got here, you know, I'm like, oh, I got all this stuff. Uh, but what's next? You know, what do I want a bigger, bigger house? Not only want a bigger house. There's rooms that I never go to in the house. You know, do I want cars? There's cars that sit here. I don't ever drive. You know, so the next thing was what, what makes me happy? There's two things that really make me happy. You know, one thing that makes me happy, you know, is progression, becoming a better version of myself and making sure every day I'm becoming a better person in all areas of life, faith, family, fitness, finance, fun, you know, relationally, socially, you know, educationally, financially, you know, and also the next thing is help other people and help other people along the way. And I think that's so, 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 so important in life. Again, when I was drowning, when I was, couldn't bear pay my bills and I was getting evicted, I couldn't think about helping other people because I wasn't, I wasn't well myself. Right. But when you go to a place when you're like, all right, well, I'm good. You know, when I'm good, you know, you know do I, am I where I want to be? You're never where, where you want to be in life. You're never going to be where you want to be. That's called progression. That's called, you know, taking yourself to the next level. You know, but I'm, I'm, I'm in a place where I'm not drowning. I can help, you know, lend that helping hand from someone else and prevent them from drowning. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. What, um, what's, a, what's a critical moment in your life? I, I call it like the fork in the, in the road moment. We often have many of these, but I'm just curious if there's one that really stands out to you where had you made a different decision? Obviously, you made the decision that you did that has you where you are today, but had you, went a different path. You could be in a very different place right now. I think it's powerful for people to, as they listen to hear those stories from others as they're in that moment and they're trying to figure out which way they, they should go. Is there some uh, story that comes to mind? Oh, my 
Well, I mean, I mean, absolutely. I mean, that the whole start, you know, I went to the boys club earlier in my career to, you know, after I got cut from the eighth grade basketball team to get better at basketball. Mm-hmm. And uh, while I went there for a couple of months, I was playing basketball to get better. You know, then I, then I found a weight room. I decided I don't want to do that. I want to do the weight room because that's what I, you know, I, you know, I wanted, I wanted to get jacked and look like Arnold. And <laughs> yeah. Um, have I not done that, I would not be in a position. I wouldn't have a hundred plus gyms. I yeah. wouldn't help hundreds of thousands of people. There's so many. So, I mean, life, like Steve Jobs said, is you find out what happened when you connect the dot going backwards. But at the time, so many things that happened to you, um, you feel like, oh, there's a devastation. You know, that's a devastation. I, you know, why this happened to me? Why this happened to me? And I don't know if you, you know, you believe in faith and that's, that doesn't really matter. But sometimes I believe that God pushes you where you don't want to go because he knows what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Has faith been a big part of your life? You know, I'm not a super religious person, uh-huh. you know, um, but I do believe in God and I do believe in being the right, right person. And I do believe in there is a higher power out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As we start to wrap this up here, what if, if there were one or two, one or two things that you could give to the listeners that if they were to implement today, it would help them move their life forward today. What, what would that be? Okay. I got, so the first one, first thing I'll tell you is change your proximity. You know, you know, do an inventory of who you hang out with and see if that's, if that's the role model. These are who you aspire to be. If it's not, then you got to change your circle. You know, if you hang around drug dealers, you're going to become drug dealers. You're going to hang around millionaires, you're going to become millionaires. If you're hanging around alcoholics, you're going to become alcoholics. So change your environment and make sure you're, you, you are always taking inventory of people around you. They say you're the, you're the average of the five person you hang out with. And that's very true. You know, um, if I would have done that earlier in my life, I would have probably been a billionaire, not a millionaire. Secondly, for you to be good at anything or to become successful, you have to learn that you got to keep doing the same boring thing over and over and over again. And to me, that's consistency. You know, if, if you look at success, like people like Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Thomas Edison, you know, uh, Elon Musk, you know, what, what you learn that they learn to do this repetitive thing over and over and over and over again. That whole repetitive thing became compounded over time to huge results. You know, whether it's in the gym, whether it's in business, whether it's in finance, whether it's in the savings, that's the key to life. Yeah. What have, what have been some of those repetitive things that, that you um, do on a daily basis that have helped in your success along the way? I wake up every morning at 4 a.m. for the past 25 years. I work out every morning at 5 a.m. for the past 25 years. You know, I set my schedule up the night before for the past 25 years. And I know exactly what I'm doing during the day. You know, I give exact time to what I would allow, allow me to work time, allow me to gym time, allow me to family time, you know, and this has been the cornerstone of my, my success where I actually plan everything way ahead of time. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. What, uh, what are some other ways that the listeners can find out more about you and follow, follow you online? Well, absolutely, man. You can just Google my name, Sam Bakhtiar, yeah. S-A-M, 
B-A-K-H-T-I-A-R. And you see all my, you know, Instagram handles and all that. Or you can text me at 909-200-4015. Okay. Thank you. I, uh, I really appreciate your tam- uh, time here today, Sam. Thank you so much for being on. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Years of marriage has never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader. I'm a leader, wait, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this. Championship Leadership Podcast. Hey, Bailey.